are now listening to Mysteries and Beliefs Podcast, the show where we discuss a multitude of mind-boggling topics like the paranormal, conspiracies, extraterrestrials, brain-scrambling sciences, and anything mysterious. If you have a story to tell and you'd like to be a part of the conversation, send your thoughts to John Carter at mysteriesandbeliefspodcast.com. See you on the other side. Hello and welcome back for episode number 38 of Mysteries and Beliefs podcast with John Carter. Today I'm joined by my reoccurring regular Chantel. Hey. And Lisa today as well. Hi. On today's show, our topic will be the Dybbuk box, the original Dybbuk box. You guys heard of those? No. Yes. Me personally, no. Yeah. Lisa has because she sent me a story about the Dybbuk box. I've seen something on it before, but we're going to start off and reference the original Dybbuk box. I'll have you read just that one portion of the article on the top. The little blurb. The history of Dybbuk boxes. Nowadays, Dybbuk boxes, wine containers haunted by Dybbuk, it, haunted by a Dybbuk, a malicious methodical demon from Jewish folklore said to hold the power to invade and possess a body are all the rage within the paranormal community. Well, at least the Internet. As the story goes, the first Dybbuk box appeared in 2003 when antique store owner Kevin Manis bought a vintage wine box from a 103-year-old Holocaust survivor via eBay, an online auction marketplace. After a string of unexplained hauntings, including recurring nightmares, unexplained bruises, and the incessant stench of ammonia, the box soon found its way back onto eBay. And after a few ownership swaps landed in the hands of its current foster parent, Jason Haxton. All righty. That's the article with the Dybbuk box. A, Dybbuk, a piece of the article. A piece of the article. And but we'll link it below. Well, that's the original Dybbuk box. The, the box itself was made by the family that owns the box, that originally owned the box. I didn't get the name of the family who um, made the box, but the lady, like she mentioned in the article, was um, a Holocaust survivor. And what a Dybbuk is, do you guys know what that is? Dybbuk? Yeah, Dybbuk. Okay. Do you know what it is? I'm it's assuming a wine box. it's a... No, the Dybbuk is not the wine oh, box. The Dybbuk. Oh, the Dybbuk itself. Not, the Dybbuk is... It's, it's a, a mythical creature? No, it's not a demon. Well, what the, the way they explain what the Dybbuk is in Jewish folklore is that it is a person who died abruptly that has unfinished business. Hmm. And somehow they coerce this person or this entity, whatever, to get into this box. Oh. So mm. that's why they trap them in a the box. They put wax around them, uh, mm -hmm. what have you. Unlike the article, I saw something on the, the original person that got the box wasn't off of eBay. The guy that got the box, Kevin, he actually bought it from a yard sale. The original owner of the box, she had the box and she was a Jewish Holocaust survivor. And she used to pray on the box and pray about the Holocaust and things like that to bring her luck and to bring, uh, you know, other people mm. luck from the divot inside of the box. So the lady did this for about 40 years and she actually wanted to be buried with the box. 
Really? Yeah. The Jewish rabbi was like, we don't do that. So we're not going to bury her with a box. Hmm. So the family, when they were cleaning out her things, they just put the box in a yard sale. And they had no clue what it was. Well, they knew what it was. They didn't call it the divot box, I don't believe. Right. But they knew it was grandma's box. And grandma prayed on this box and it had some mystical powers. Hmm. So, but they wanted to get rid of it and hoping that whoever received a box got this power. Okay. Okay. So this um, Kevin McManus, he owned an antique shop. He bought this box from a yard sale. Right. So he brought the box home. He gave it to his mother Mm -hmm. for a gift. The reason why he liked this box or he found this box interesting is It doesn't look like these boxes that you see on YouTube. Just kind of open a cigar looking box. It is a a wine box. Yeah. Looked like it may have held two to four bottles of wine in this box. Nice. But what the um, original owner, she put different things in there, different articles like hair, um, something with writing on it, a cup and, you know, different things that were in that was in that box for some period of time. But what Kevin did, he's. He cleaned all that stuff out of the box and gave it to his mother for a gift. So his mother came down to the shop. He presented it to her. She touched the box, immediately had a stroke. And they, of course, had to call 911. Right. And just a string of different events came along with that box. So he decided to get rid of the box himself. Mm -hmm. So he sold the box to someone else. The box went to, uh, uh, I didn't get the gentleman's name, but he sold the box to this like college-age kid. And his college-age kid worked in this orthopedic museum. So that's how Jason Haxton ended up with the box, because his kid bought the box and things started to happen, and he didn't want the box any longer. So it's just been passed around. So it's been kind of passed around. So it got to Jason. Jason took the box and... He didn't really want to buy it at first, but he wanted to see what was going on with the box. So what he did was actually did research on this box to see what the deal was with this box. And of course, like I mentioned in Jewish folklore, I explained what the Divic is. They said that you have things like this to wish on it, to bring you good luck, to bring you what you want. Right. This, this Dybbuk would do that. The Dybbuk is not supposed to be an, originally an evil thing. Mm-hmm. But when they got this box, everybody was relating it to Hitler and evil because of, oh, because okay. of the Holocaust. Yeah. But people started to actually have strange things happen around them with this box. He actually learned Hebrew to figure out what to deal with the boxes. So he went back and studied a lot of Jewish mythology. And just like I explained to you what the Dybbuk is yeah. itself and what the box is. After a string of uh, some of the events that happened to him, the Dybbuk box started to get popular, you know, mm-hmm. on the Internet. So he said he buried Those it. things do, right. He just buried it. He didn't want people coming around, you know, asking him about the box. So he buried it. And when the box came out again or was represented was with Zach Bagan from Ghost Adventures. Mm -hmm. So Zach Bagan actually owns the box at this moment. And how long, sorry to cut you off, but how long did this like take? This only started back in 2003. 
Oh, when okay. I when I saw some things on the divot box, I thought this was like an old thing. Right. It's an old thing, but it's I old. but oh. I thought what we um, see now as the original divot box, I thought that was like going back, yeah, yeah, circulating around for years and years and years, but it wasn't. It just started from this little old lady that was 103 when she passed away and 40 years prior she had this box during the, the Holocaust. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is said to be one of the most haunted objects in the world. So mm. it's in Zach Bagan's museum now in Las Vegas. And he wouldn't open a box himself because of what they feared may have happened, what may happen from opening the box. But he did open a box on the show and you know, we've seen ghost hunters and I know everybody out there watch ghost hunters before strange things start to happen. Everybody starts to act weird and strange events started to go around. One of the, the camera guy, Billy, his dog died and different things like that. What? So this is after he kept it in the in the, the case. The dog and saw died after he opened the box? After he opened, not at the like same time, not sure. immediately. No, I get it. But yeah, these that was a part of or one of the string of events that happened. Oh, okay. And they relate that to opening the divot box. From this, as of recently, because this story itself that we read is not even a year old. And it's been becoming more and more popular that people are purchasing these divot boxes. What? And opening them on YouTube. Oh, okay. Um, I watched something on how about this? They've been opening the boxes on social media. And there is two, there's two stories or two movies out there. I watched the very first movie last night called Possession. I've seen part of it before, but it's based on the original Divot box. Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays the lead character of it. You guys know who he is. Hellboy? No. Negan. Oh, okay. Sorry. Plays Negan. But in the movie, it was slightly different. The mother did have a stroke, but all kinds of other shit happened to her. The Hollywood. Yeah, the Hollywood spin on it. She got there flying up in the air, back crack, neck crack, and all that (laughs) stuff. She gets slammed down, head busted open, and the son's knocking on the door, Mom, Mom. Oh, they dramatized it. They dramatized that, which really didn't happen. She was sitting in her son's shop, and she had the stroke. Just had the stroke, Well, they had to make it Hollywood. Well, yeah, of course. When did that movie come out? Um, I don't know exactly which year that movie came out. It's it's both of them they have on Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, the first one I watch is Possession, and the other one is is Chris somebody that opened the divot box, and it's a like a documentary where if buys a divot box, he's the one who bought the one off of eBay. He buys it, he opens it, and a bunch of strange things happens. And this is funny that you remember the. One that I we talked about before when the YouTuber opened the box and his YouTube plaque fell off of the wall. Yep. The only thing in the room that yep. fell off the wall. Right. Yep. Right, be- right as he was opening the box, he turns around and looks at it before it falls and then it falls. And oh. that was his YouTube plaque. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing that fell. But it was exactly like the movie or this documentary. He opened the box. First, he did did an um, 
EVP or EF meter on it to see if there's any, you know, electrical electrical activity on the box, which it was. Yeah. So he also used a spirit box or whatever they call it to talk to the box. He did it exactly like this guy on this documentary. So this, the box said something. It did have um, an EM meter. It did. It did. Ha- it had everything, just like the 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 documentary. And then on the documentary, when he opened the box, all the electrical electrical activity went away. So he, it, there was no reading on the meter at all. Hmm. Wait, when he opened the box, a big picture fell off the wall behind him. Um, Almost exactly like the YouTuber guy did. Oh, wow. And there was no electrical activity. It was all gone. And strange things started to happen around his house. And the same thing with the YouTuber guy. Mm -hmm. Strange things started to happen. And what's strange about this, these people are buying these boxes. Are they real? Mm, probably probably 99.999% of them aren't real. They talk about the smell of the box. People make these boxes. They probably put cat piss in these boxes Ew. or all kinds what? of. No, honestly, they, they say as they said it smells like pee. Ew. These boxes, I watched several of these people opening, opening these boxes and they said it smells like pee or it smells awful. Ew. And that's what it is. People are making these boxes and they're putting probably whatever cat, in there, whatever cat pee in it. And then they think it's real. You can make a box look distressed. Yes, you yeah, can. That's true. Yes, you can. And that one that we were watching, this is some crazy shit right here. Then people, you should not play with shit like this. Not even not only because it may be paranormal. You don't know what you're may You may be releasing out you're of that box, ordering. but yeah. People can do stuff to you. Like that one girl, we watched her open that box and that powder sprayed in her face. Yeah, who yeah. knows what that powder was? Who knows what it was? It could be anthrax. It could be some type of virus. It could mm-hmm. be anything. Yep. And I know people People are interested in these. People, um, I understand people that, that want to do paranormal investigating on yeah. these things. I understand them doing the boxes. But- if it's just a fad and you don't know what you're doing, it's not worth it. It's yeah. not even worth it because you don't know what's going to happen to you in the long run. And, you know, not I didn't only want to talk about the divot box, but talk about what they could be releasing from these boxes that these these people don't really believe in these things. Mm-hmm. They're just doing it for the views. Yeah, exactly. That's it. They're doing it for the views. And you could end up just ruining your life somehow, some way. I mean, because you just like people play with the Ouija board and they have no clue what they what they're doing. And then all of a sudden, everything starts to spiral out of control because they may have released something. Yep. Brought something into and the brought physical. Something out and then they, they couldn't put it back in or doesn't doesn't know how to put it back in the box. Well, yeah. Not only that other. I mean, Aside from that, do you, we watch things where people have opened suitcases or different mystery boxes? They're not. It's just not worth it. It's not. And and is I mean, to me, do you? And that's what uh, I was referring to. Uh, well, not referring to. I was going to get to and talk about also as far as fads. Last year, everybody was into that Nautica app where it takes you to like these paranormal places and oh, things like yeah. that. 
Like a scavenger so, hunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody was into that. And now everybody's getting into these divot boxes. Well, didn't something happen with kids that were using the app? Well, the first one, the the reason why it got popular is these kids so-called followed this thing and they found a dead body right. in, a in a suitcase. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everybody is using these things and then they're finding stuff. Which, by the way, any type of navigation app, as it were, you're if you follow it, 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 you're bound to find something. Hold on. Yeah, you'll find something. This is not related, but you know what that just made me think of in the OA in, you know, the second season. They created this app and remember how all the kids were using this app. Yeah. And it led them to a house. Yeah. And all of them came to the house. Yeah. I remember that. Mm -hmm, Because it was all these puzzles that they had to solve and stuff. I didn't even put that together until now. I didn't finish watching this season, but I I know it's exactly what she's talking about because they all ended up in the same in the same place. Dying or disappearing entirely. Yeah. And now, and it's it's weird. I mean, you shouldn't play around with things that you have no clue what it is, especially when it comes to the paranormal or comes to just mystical, because you don't know At what all. you're going to bring out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you don't understand it. You know, I understand it. You know, this is, I guess, part of social media doing 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 podcasts and things like that. But. Sure. I mean, we want listeners out there, but I mean, we're not going to go out to harm ourselves just to get to listens or views or anything like that or harm anybody in our family. Mm -mm. Yeah, I I don't. I think we know to leave well enough alone when it comes to things like that. It's the younger people. No, No, they're not. They were all older people, too. Well, we talked about, you know, addictions to stuff like that, to the um you know, the gratification from listeners or views or whatever. So people will go that mile yes, to will. get those views and to get money from whatever. I wish I would. Yeah. I, would. I wish. It's not worth the time, the it's, energy. It's not. I mean, it's not even time and energy, but it's just not worth, you know, worth it. It goes mm-hmm. far beyond, you know, on eBay. If you um, order mystery boxes and then they do the unboxing, it's all fun and games. Until it's not, then they, somebody wants to put a spin on it because the mystery box, like somebody bought a mystery bag. It was a grocery bag and it ended up with somebody's college uh, dorm socks or something from their football. And then someone else ordered something like a mystery uh, box and it ended up being pallets. Do you see what I mean? And yeah. then somebody ordered something and it ended up being like a, a piece of art that was 50 when they bought it and then some odd thousand by the end. There, if you YouTube mystery boxes or eBay, yeah, see, things it's like, all fun and games. Yes, things like that. If you're doing it for fun and entertainment and you know that's what it is. But yeah. I mean, you got a bunch of sick people out in this world. Yeah. For sure. And sick people. Yeah, sick people that want to harm others. And yeah. then they think it's a joke a lot of times. I don't know, you know, what they get out of it. I mean... Because they may not even be there to see the aftermath of yeah. what they did. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I mean, then maybe just they get their jollies from that. Did you look up how many were on sale on eBay? No, I'm not didn't look at because I just just by going through YouTube, I seen how many people are buying these divot boxes. 
And they go for a lot of money. It's not yeah, not from two hundred to like thousands of dollars. My thing is, okay, say that they were a big thing back when the Holocaust was um, happening. Mm-hmm. How many of those do you even think were recovered from that time period or kept in the family? Yeah, that, and that's what they were talked about. They were like it, it was. They said that could probably be ten. Yeah. In the entire world, that's real. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's no way there's like thousands of them just sitting. No, all over the place. Right. But they mentioned that people try to create these boxes themselves. So they do some type of ritual to try to mm-hmm. put something inside of the box. Yeah. I don't know. They they put whatever they want. Like you said, I mean, it's, it's just they're just people are making money off of it. The right. lowest I've seen so far is Thirteen fifty, and it's um, it's on eBay. Yeah, it's eBay, and then they have they have about fifteen bids, and the highest one goes for seventy two. No, yeah, seventy two. No, that's not it either. Golly, one hundred and fifty. Yeah, but that's the starting bid. I mean, what what's in your mind when you purchase something like that? Yeah, I'm. Do you know what would make you purchase something that you know would potentially harm you? Right. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. I don't. It just all kinds of haunted objects. Why would you even because you put that in the list of haunted, uh, haunted objects. Why would you want to purchase it? I don't get it. I guess to see if it's real. I think that's just a curiosity for some people. I found another one. One hundred and twenty nine dollars. Do you think if there wasn't any YouTube or social media right now and you could buy like yellow pages because we used to get was it yellow pages yeah. or yeah. Um, used to purchase stuff off the um, what did they call it in a newspaper? I couldn't remember because it's been so long ago. I right. can't remember. But you can purchase stuff off of a newspaper or a haunted box. Yep. How many of these people do you think would? purchase these things it wouldn't it wouldn't i don't know that it would be that popular yeah it wouldn't be it would be some underground kind of thing yeah, right exactly it would, it would only be people that are interested in and the investigating paranormal. the paranormal that would purchase these boxes and all kinds of um you know haunted objects the same i mean you know watching this one guy that i'm referring to i'll link the the movie or the so-called documentary in the show notes, but things around his house started to happen. He put cameras up and the most of it I saw was like pictures and stuff falling off of the wall. All those things that you see on these documentaries and people putting on YouTube, they can be easily replicated. Yeah, of course. Yep. Very easy. A picture on the wall I can put like a little sticky on the wall and time it how long that sticky take for it to come down, mm-hmm. you know, or like. There's plenty of camera tricks. Like the one, not even camera tricks, like when people are, stuff is flying across the room, mm-hmm. but you only see one portion of the room and your homie could be on the other side, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, throwing, throwing stuff. Yeah. giggling, throwing stuff across the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there's things that happen everybody's not going to have that paranormal experience from these things. No, not at all. Especially if it's not real. I think that you shouldn't mess with anything 
metaphysical anyways, unless you know what it is. You should, I'm just scrolling. It's easy to go down a rabbit hole to see the stuff that's on sale. One in particular having to do with the penis. One having to do with the doll. I'm, I'm, first of all, who's dropping? Thousands. Hundreds even. Just, I'm not doing that. No, no, uh, it's, it's no it. chance I would spend thousands of dollars just to open it on even social media. Yeah. So, even okay. if I went to a yard sale and I was purchasing stuff and somebody said no one would buy this because we said said it was haunted, you can have it. No, thank you. I'm not taking I'm it. I'm not no, bringing it to my house. I get it. People do that just for fun and for a hobby. All, all power to you. I'm, I'm out. My thing is, you know, I keep saying my thing is, but when you think about it, the biggest thing about, I guess, ghosts and like people have passed on, I've always thought about is being disrespectful. So yeah. if there's some sort of spirit attached to it or inside of the box, you just going to say, hey, come on out. And not even care about, you know, trying to communicate with this thing in a respectful manner so it doesn't try to wreak havoc. Yeah. You brought that up. Zach was talking about the exact same thing Mm -hmm. is it seems like there's more activity when people are disrespectful to things. Yeah. Like with the divot box, you know, when when they were pretty much disrespecting the box because sometimes they provoke it Mm -hmm. to make things come out. And he has the the rocking chair from The Conjuring that we watched a guy from E that actually said his back started hurting because when people were filming this movie, the thing is E.T. Entertainment TV. I think it's Entertainment Tonight. uh, Well, whatever. (laughs) One of those one of those shows. But he said, you know, his back started to hurt. And Zach said it's because you made a joke about the the chair. chair, Yeah, I kind of feel like that. He it was in his head, too. And that's what he he thought. He said, could that be in my mind? Yeah. You know, could it be that? But how much of the physical come to your brain to make your back hurt? Right. Well, we've seen movies and documentaries on that where, remember when we used to watch um, Evangelist on TV? Remember the B Channel 20? You Are you talking about when they touch the head and they, they shake the out and they, and they convulse? Or, uh, yeah, and then... People in the crowd, and then they interview them at the end. Remember, like, what was it? Twenty twenty did an interview, and they, what were you feeling in there? What was that? Yeah, I felt like God touched me on my shoulder. And oh yeah, we Man. we used to watch stuff like that as entertainment when we were younger. Um, I know, Shanta. We were watching something the other night, and this culture of people. I'm not making fun of religion. I'm just talking about that. They were doing the catch the, the Holy Ghost. Be you. They were doing the touching on the head. So people were falling out, and one person fell out and like was kind of you know shaking a little bit, mm-hmm. and then the other dude got hit on the head. He was like, "You you ever seen a fish? You you've been fishing with us before. <laughs> you take it out the water and it's flipping, yeah, flopping, it's flopping. And from side to side. He started doing that. This one guy and the other guy." You could see him kind of peeking over saying, like, if you touch my goddamn hand again and keep hitting me, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, get get yeah. off me. And it was just, 
I don't know. Is is it a? I think that is just a show, yeah. right? Of course, because you can't touch every single body and they feel the spirit. Right. Yeah, but everybody was falling out. I mean, I guess that's the thing with these boxes. It's literally just for the show. Yeah, that's it. Even if it is a real box or a fake box, somebody you know made in their backyard shed. Mm-hmm. They're just doing it all for the show. Yeah. And you should see some of the pictures on there. You got a nerd to be charging somebody $62 for that, for a dollar store box. You know, stained and I know, even, let it sit in the rain. Even, yeah. even the cigar ones, they take the cigar boxes, wear them down a little bit. They got it, probably got it. You know, they're probably stealing from their grandfather or something like that. Had them old boxes. Yeah, like old cigar yep. boxes. And then they old take jewelry boxes. They take some wax and put wax all over the boxes. Something yeah. like that. You know, you could I could I could make that as a business until they it the popularity goes away. Just start mm-hmm. making them and just selling them for fifty bucks a piece and people mm-hmm. would be buying them. You know? The um you mentioned before about the uh the movie. In a couple of episodes back, what was the movie with the chain and the chain is removed Duh. from the doll? Oh, yeah. You're talking about um, it's some type of trilogy movie, but I yeah. know what you're talking about. The doll. Yeah. I mean, always there's in every culture, there's a piece of something that unlocks is unlocks some type of demon or. Yeah. And that doll, that doll really did scare me for my whole life. I know that was. I'm a, not messing around with that, that doll. That is ever. a creepy doll. I don't mess with dolls anyway. But well, I would hope not. <laughs> but I wonder how you can actually trap a non-physical entity inside of just a box. Well, don't could, you watch Charmed? No, but it could be inside of one of the Objects. artifacts yeah. that's inside of the box. But if it wanted to get out, it's just like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm ready to do some Not things if you today. Put a spell on it. So, what's the spell that's holding it in there? What's in that box, or what's around that box that's holding it in the box? A spell. See, that's what I was gonna say because you know how, like, um. Was it uh, King Tut's tomb? It had a whole passage on it that was basically a curse. Yeah. So if you open it up, something was going to happen rat. to you. Yeah. Um, it's. I feel like it's something similar to that because she, this the woman from the original one that came into uh, play, she was praying over it and speaking over it, putting certain things inside of it. So it may not even really been just one spirit it might have just been a few things attached to these items and the box she she wanted to be buried buried with the box so who knows she might have attached herself to it at some point herself to it or she wanted to be keeper of the box like i want this with me so it'll never be it will never come out right yeah and this article that we we mentioned earlier that uh, jason haxton that uh, owned the box before zach bacon had it he said that now that at the end of his term with the box, that he's been healthier than, he, than he's ever been in his life. Blood pressure's good and everything's good. Really? Yeah. And he said everybody talked about having bad luck or these, you know, paranormal events surrounding this box, but he had some 
good luck behind the box. I like good that. luck and good health. That's good because even if it was, let's just say it, it was mental, you know, all in his head, he's doing better than before. It's a win, regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes me think of how, like, in books and movies, people tomb raid or raid these sacred grounds and then they take things from it and you know they knew they weren't supposed to but they took a coin or they took some jewelry and then not until they put it back does all this stuff stop happening because they disturbed the you know i guess whatever that was there in the first place and when they yeah and it's just like how we talked about before when you have something in your house then you start moving things around. Yep, the energy changes. The energy changes. The paranormal activity kind of shifts around from spot to spot inside the house. Yep. You know, guys, I mean, you, sh- you shouldn't mess with this stuff if you don't know what you're doing. I haven't heard anything, um, you know, catastrophic happening, except for one person, um, Post Malone. Mm-hmm. Had a car accident. He was on the show that Zach Bagan opened a box. Mm-hmm. So he was in a car accident. They had to have an emergency landing on the plane, on his plane. And there's a couple other things that happened. And this was the first box or a different box? This is the quote unquote original divot box that Zach Bagan has. You know what I was just thinking about? Um, Because she, when you told the story of when the guy bought the box that had the antique shop and he opened it for his mom, maybe that spirit tried to take possession of oh, the man. of the mother, yeah, and crunked her up. Yeah, <laughs> she was too old. She was too <laughs> old. Don't make she couldn't fun. handle it. No, but I mean that that <laughs> kind of makes sense. This kind of makes sense. But but that's what the um, movie possession is about. Because mm, okay. in, in the movie, the younger daughter gets possessed by whatever in this this divot right. box, and of course, just everything just goes crazy. You know, mm-hmm. with this little girl and they finally, you know, at the end, they get the Dybbuk out of her and the Dybbuk, Some you know, way, somehow. Yeah. Well, I know how, but I don't want to spoil the entire movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah. And, and with the documentary, I really didn't watch it to the end because it was boring. It <laughs> was it was like a more boring paranormal activity type oh, thing. Yeah, those movies. Yeah, but it wasn't supposed to be a movie. It's a, It was supposed to be a documentary of him opening this divot box. Yeah. I don't know. That's okay. I think when you watch too much of that stuff, too, anyways, you absorb some of that energy. What do you mean? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. You just absorb some of that stuff, so... I don't think you, you mean like watch. the actual documentary or like fake movies? All all of that. I think you do. You mm. just open yourself up if you, you know. Well, it depends on which end of it you're on. Yeah. Because paranormal has become very popular over the last year because you can see even on YouTube, women and men do their makeup and they retell murder mysteries yes. or paranormal mysteries. Yeah. And of course, with people sitting in the house, it's become even more um, exciting because there's only so much CSI or yeah. criminal minds and whatnot you can watch on TV. Yeah, I know. And it is true. And if you go on YouTube, um, you can see how many of these paranormal shows that we talked about before 
that are on TV. And I listened to a podcast, um, someone that was, that's been a paranormal researcher for many years. And he's actually been um, on the show Ghost Hunters and has done his, his own things. He talked about on these ghost shows how long it takes during a real investigation to see anything happen. Any sort of activity. All these shows, something seems to happen right away, all right. the time. Well, that's editing. Not even the power of editing. He's talking about you can go to a place for an entire weekend and never see anything. That's mm-hmm. true. So if you're investigating for 72 hours and, you know, you don't find anything at all, but you turn on your TV and they're only investigating for maybe six to eight hours overnight. Right. And there's always something happening. And, you know, just like the the um, YouTube TV shows or why do I say YouTube TV shows, but the YouTube channels that have that do paranormal investigating, there's always something happening. There's yeah. a, there's well, a lot, in- lot of. A lot of pictures are, cl- are clickbait because you don't see the same ghost that they put in the picture. Even on <laughs> of TikTok, course not. they do that. Were you watching that with me? I was showing I, I you don't different watch, ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't look but, at TikTok. How did he get all that stuff happening? Yeah, I'm going to go investigate this thing. Uh, you guys, uh, if you want me to do a part two. And then he investigates and all this stuff starts happening. Yeah. I mean, you see it. The, the best things to watch is. When you get something like Caught on Camera, the TV show, mm-hmm. it's those most of those are surveillance cameras and they pick up things because surveillance cameras will surveil your house for yeah, you know, hours, hours and days and, you know, in the entire year. Mm-hmm. And something may happen. You may see something from that. But, sure. you know, just to go out and think you're going to see something. I mean, it's not always going to happen. I mean, because we have strange things happening in our house. It's not like we can put cameras up right now. We should. And pick something up. We should, especially after the other day. I think that's a little suspect. I don't know what's going on with that. What? We might need to redo. What happened the other day? The candle. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Forgot about that. Yes. I don't I don't think the sound bar made the top pop off. No, it did because we we tried to recreate it and it did not happen. Yeah, that was so random. Okay, so we were sitting back watching the movie Tenant on Saturday. And of course, only Chantel and I were paying attention to the movie. That's not true. On below, my TV hangs on the wall. He's saying that because I was looking at my phone. The TV is it's on the wall and underneath of it is a shelf with our sound bar. And on the shelf is a candle that was not lit and has not been lit. Um, just watching the movie and all of a sudden we see not only did the top fall off of this large candle, it popped up and flipped onto the floor. Oh, it fell on the floor. It just flipped over. It flipped I thought it flipped it fell, over the thing. No, it, it didn't just fall over. It, 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 it's like you take a coin and somebody flips it real light and it just flipped over and it's landed on the floor. Aya. Our doggy was looking over there like, what the hell is that? And she, she just was in her crate. She moved away and started staring in that direction. She it, got out of her crate. It didn't it, it didn't scare her because it didn't make any noise. No. At she all. just looked up. 
Because Chantel said, okay. <laughs> and and then, we, we tried and, to debunk it and turn the sound bar up really loud, play the same part of the movie. That thing did not move at all. Which, and it's crazy because those types of candles have like a suction around them. Yeah. So what kind of force would Could be able to just pop it like that? Yeah. Yeah. That that was just really because odd. Because even if, even if I take it and I bang on the, the table, it's not going to pop up like that. No. I'd have to bang really hard before mm-hmm. that thing to pop up. It looked like somebody smacked it. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. But that's... Like I said, like we mentioned several times before, we do have all kinds of strange things that happen in this house all the time. doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen, <laughs> though. Anyway, oh what were we talking about before that? No, I can't. I can't remember what we were talking oh, about. We were talking about these YouTube channels. Yeah, the YouTube uh, with channel. surveillance cameras. Yeah. So I know I can say a lot of what we see is entertainment and it's fun that's I like, what you should take it as yeah i like watching these things because it is entertainment mm-hmm. um a lot of things that are i would say are real is not just caught by looking for it yeah sure. it just happens mm-hmm. yeah that's why we need a camera i told you my little brother he has a lot of video you should take a look at it first when you look at it, it looks like bugs you know, flying around in the house. He has it centered in the corner of their house and it was pointing towards the TV and it looked like it was doing designs. Okay. And I said, oh, those Hold are on. bugs. Go Hold ahead. on. You're not explaining it very well. So oh, you're saying sorry. there's a, a camera that he has in the house. Yeah. And it's night vision. And the night vision camera is picking up some objects flying in the house. Yeah. And I thought it was bugs, but it's not. It's not bugs. And then he said, oh, those are orbs. And I said, hmm. It's probably dust particles, but you could you could discern between the dust and what somebody would say is an orb. And but whatever it was that I thought were were bugs moved to the camera close to where you you just have to see the video. Anyhow, all I'm saying is, is that we should do the same thing because you just don't know. I mean, do you want to know? Maybe we put it there. Maybe we put it there and you and Chantel look, but not me. So I have a um, bunch of different recorders. You want me to put an EVP up in the house? Put my recorder out and do an EVP? Are you going to be the only one listening to it? No, you want to do it so you can listen to it as well. No, I don't. It's different. Why not? Because I live here. Well, we live here as well. Yeah, but you wouldn't be scared. I would be. So why would you, so you wouldn't want us to record something. You tell, you and if we find me, something, then you would then just say, just say we're hey, leaving. we have something in our house that's talking, saying, get out. Listen, you would just say that we have to move ASAP. And no, we'll I wouldn't say that. I would put a recording back the same time I heard it. No, you need to pay rent. We're not leaving. <laughs> See, if we if anything that, you know, happened was threatening in any way, then I'd say, yeah. But most of the stuff I feel like is it's just happens or maybe it's for attention. Exactly. Just for acknowledgement. Yeah. You know, it's true. Yesterday, when I heard stuff drop in the room, I was going, "Mm." I always try to because I always hear it down the hallway in the room 
like on dad's side of the bed. And I go, well, maybe he dropped something. No, it was this morning I heard it. And I thought maybe you dropped something. And I was looking for what you could have dropped. We live in an apartment, so we don't know it's coming from the neighbors and what's not. But the thing like the candle, the things like in our closets, that can't be the neighbors because the sound is coming directly from those areas. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We'll stop messing with metaphysical items. If you don't know, don't play. Might not be good for you. I'm not an expert. That's also why I'm telling you not to do it. No. If you're not an expert either. Yeah. If you're not an expert at doing these things, uh, I wouldn't mess with it, especially if you don't have an escape route. If, If you don't have, you know, an escape route, I wouldn't do it because, like I mentioned, the widget board, if you don't know how to... First of all, you, you conjure up something. If you don't know how to put it back, then you shouldn't. Just like the, I was, I don't drink milk anymore, but just like the milk jug, put the damn top on it before you put it back in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or not if like not, swallowing. No, because bad things happen. The milk goes bad. Right. You know what I mean? So bad things happen when you leave just a swallow. You might get. Like get your ass beat. That yeah. That, one. You can expect that. Mm-hmm. Cussing out. I have a premonition. Mm-hmm. Daddy's going to spank your ass when he get home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but um, anything else that you guys can think of about these Dybbuk boxes? No, no touch. Yeah. Nothing, nothing else. Yeah, mm-hmm. just don't touch it. We're going to thank you guys for listening to this. And like we said, we're serious about that. If you don't know what you're doing with the spiritual world, don't mess with it. I would go to someone that that knows about it. Would you say a professional at this? Well, yeah, even the or priest an that experienced we're person. I'd say an experienced yeah, person. Somebody's experienced with the paranormal and the spiritual world. If you want to open some of these boxes and just, you know, do some conjuring, whatever you, you think you're gonna do out there. Just seek I feel like help and age. Just <laughs> seek help and, and advice. And again, thank you guys for listening. If you guys have a story you'd like to tell, you can always send it to us at John Carter at Mysteries and Beliefs Podcast.com. You can join the Facebook group, Mysteries and Beliefs Podcast. We want to see you on Instagram oh. and we'd like you to always share. Go ahead. If anybody bought a Dippic box, if you were the ones that we are cracking on, Kind of making fun of. Or any haunted objects. Yeah. Oh, yeah, any haunted objects. Yeah, yeah let us know. Me. and let us, have, let us know if you had any experience with that at all. And we're going to wrap this thing up. Thanks again. Until next time, guys. Bye. Peace out, Girl Peace. Scout. Peace.